Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, i like to talk with you about eliminating the excuses, getting focused, and staying on track. This is definitely an issue that I have talked with a lot of clients over the years, and I'm going to give you some really practical tips that I know are going to help you if you've ever felt scatterbrained, if you ever felt that you were easily distracted from one thing to another, this is going to be a really great episode to help you stay focused. You're going to get all these tips coming to you after this short break. And we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, I would like to thank those of you who have been listening for the very first time or multiple episodes. Either way, I know you've got a lot of podcast options to choose from, and I'm excited and grateful that you're here with me today. If you haven't done so already, be sure to follow me on Twitter or LinkedIn, Denise G. Lee, and you'll be able to get tons of inspiration and motivation and some practical tips to help you grow your personal brand and or service-based business. With that being said, I also want to invite you, if you haven't done so already, to hit that subscribe button and let other people know that you're really enjoying this episode. Write me a message at hello at denisegelee.com and I would love to send you a little token of my appreciation. All right, with that being said, let's get into it. This is definitely an issue that I myself can't lie and tell you that I've gotten completely down packed. This is definitely something that I am still on my journey to. I'm working with my coach and finding more and more ways to optimize how I use my time, expend my energy. Because look, as much as we love to think that being our own bosses, being our entrepreneurs or solopreneurs or whatever you want to call yourself, even either if you're doing this full-time or you're just trying to build this up as a side hustle. It's really hard to be our own boss because we get so distracted. We go online and somebody's talking about their new funnel or their new webinar or their new marketing thing that they're doing. And it's so easy to get trapped and confused because you're hearing 5,000 other voices telling you what they're doing and they're getting great results. And then you want to go on their activities and then then it turns into a whole new whirlwind of experimenting and then getting discouraged and then trying something else and I want to let you know that I've been there bought the t-shirt more than once and I don't want this for you here's the thing if you want to grow not just as a business person but just as a person in general one of the things that you really need to learn and master is that element of focus I was reading this book called Endure. It's about the study of endurance running. Very fascinating stuff. It was from Alex Hutchinson. The book's Endure by Alex Hutchinson. You should read it if you ever get a chance. But anyway, the point of the book was there was this one particular section where the author who is and was, sorry, was rather a, a, a runner, a Olympic runner, And one of the things that he tried out was trying to help improve his running speed. And in order to do that, he participated in this very monotonous video game where he was supposed, there wasn't really anything complicated about it. He was supposed to recognize certain colors and supposed to press the button when he started seeing certain colors. And for him, I think he reached about like a record of two and a half minutes before he started losing focus. And 
the whole point of this is like you would think, what in the world does a little video game identifying colors have anything to do with improving your running speed? Well, the great question, let me answer it to you right now. The whole point of the story was that because he was allowing his mind to stop distracting himself, to stay focused with just paying attention to the task at hand, looking at the colors and nothing else, it helped him to allow his mind to not wander, to not divert to anything other than the task. And as such, he could stay focused and be a better runner and be more disciplined while he was on the road. This is the same type of energy that you need to transfer into your business. A lot of the things that are going to help you grow your business, help you increase your brand recognition and all that stuff is all related to your ability to stay focused on track and not easily distracted. And with that being said, let's have this conversation. Let's talk about how you can stay focused and on track. And I'm going to list out all of the things at once. Make sure that you've got a pen and paper because I definitely think that one or more of these tips are really going to be a big game changer for you. So here they are. Pre-plan your activities, eliminate the excuses, prioritize work versus fun time, use the help of a support system, and track and monitor results. Again, it is pre-plan your activities, eliminate the excuses, prioritize work versus fun time, use the help of a support system, and track and monitor results. Now let's talk about each one in detail now. Pre-plan your activities. When we go flying off the radar and just doing what our intuition or what our heart says may seem very inspiring, it may seem very comforting, but that's not the way to grow a business. The way we grow a business is we outline the things and the priorities that we need to do every month, every week, every day in order for us to not get sidetracked. Now, here's the thing. I'm not one of those people who says that if an incredible opportunity is dropped on your lap, doesn't mean that you shouldn't investigate it, give it some thought, give it some consideration. I'm not saying any of that to you. What I'm saying to you is that for the most part, you're not going to have success unless you have a plan and a strategy mapped out. That's why it's really important for you to devise clearly defined items that you want to do every single phase of your business. Because oftentimes when people come to me and they work with me, they said, hey, I want to grow my fill-in-the-blank type of service or personal brand. And I said, okay, so what's your main focus? What do you really want to call attention to? And they just look at me like deers caught in headlights. They have no freaking idea because they may have accumulated lots of followers. They may have a lot of people following them and all sorts of stuff, but they have no clue about the business side. And when we break down the activities into bite-sized chunks, it makes it much more organized. It eliminates the confusion and the clutter. It helps people to stay motivated because trust and believe there, as much as we talk about the highs in business, you you know there's plenty of lows where we fight. We might feel discouraged. We might feel like there's nothing really happening. And when we have a good plan, we know that this might happen and we have contingencies or ways to amp up certain things that may feel sluggish. I think about one particular 
personal brand that I know about. And she was having a really hard time selling certain things. She knew that the summer months was going to be slow anyway. And now that she was going into this kind of slow season, she devised a challenge to help motivate and inspire her audience to take better care of themselves and to feel more fit and more lively. And it was part of a I'm not going to give the name away because I don't want to distract us from the main point of the story, but it was just a thing to help make people feel fit and healthy and have fun. This was just part of her brand. In the event, things were kind of going slow and which was perfect because she wanted to amp up her own fitness and health routine. So it kind of nicely dovetailed to her personal brand of health and wellness and fitness because she was going to do it anyway. She just was inviting her audience to participate along the way. That's just one of many ideas that you can do to come to plan and bake into your schedule what to do when things are slow, what to do when you have really no idea what to do next, but you know you need to do something. Sometimes we can plan things that are solo activities and make it a big group of fun activity and amazing things can happen, but it doesn't happen unless you plan throughout your schedule certain things to do throughout the course of your year, your month, or your day. Okay. Now let's talk about what you should be doing every day. Now, I myself make it a very disciplined habit of I write content. I don't even care if it's not published or not. I write a little pose for LinkedIn or Twitter. That's why you need to follow me. Or I just get myself into the discipline of writing something, even if it's not going to be published. It's just something that I do. Every week, I send out a message to my list, inspiring them, encouraging them, and sharing a resource that I know would help. Every month, I'm always looking at other new activities to help support and encourage other people within my industry, support my audience, whatever's going on. That's just an example of daily, weekly, and monthly activities. Do you have daily, weekly, and monthly activities? I want you to think about that. If you haven't done so already, make it a discipline. Make it something that you need to have as part of your business because we can't fly blind anymore if we want to grow. All right. Now that leads me to number two, eliminate the excuses. We all, especially in this entrepreneurial space, do a really fabulous job of trying to distract ourselves from what we need to do. We want to externalize it, meaning that we want to blame our kids or our family, or we want to say, oh, we're busy with our regular nine to five, or we want to say that we've had some serious health problems and we've lost our energy. We all can probably sit and rattle off at least 10 things without even blinking twice about what prevents us from doing our business well. And if that's you, if you're coming up with lots of excuses and not enough motivation, then I really want to seriously ask yourself, like, if you have some level of, 
and I hate to say it, but let me just be honest, some level of low-level depression, some anxiety, some other issues that may be telling you that you are incapable or unworthy of growing your business. And that's nothing to be ashamed about if that is you right now. And I'm not a psychotherapist or a medical health professional, so just our mental health pro- professional or, or anything of that line. So just take what I'm saying as a grain of salt. I'm not diagnosing anybody, especially on a recorded podcast. But what I'm trying to say is that through the people that I've worked with over the years, the reason why I've, I haven't seen certain people grow is because they've got all these nasty messages that come from their childhood or past traumatic events or just something else that have... T- sent them the message loud and clear that they they are unworthy, that they shouldn't be starting this business, that nobody's going to want to deal with them, all sorts of nasty messages. And if that's you, I want you to get the support. I want you to be surrounded with people that will help nurture you and guide you and mentor you because there's not that's not any way to live. We only have finite time on this planet and the clock is ticking for all of us and there's no reason to be running your current reality based on haunts of the past. Let me repeat that again. There's no reason for you to be living your current reality based on the haunts of your past. And I find that with so many people. And one more thing and I'll just get off my horse, <laughs> my high horse here, is that one of the common statistics that you've heard all the time, like 75% of business or some like astronomically high amount of people abandon their business within the first one and five years and whatever. And if you really want to know, in my personal opinion, why a lot of people bail and don't have much success in business, and it's because they just don't have the support and or they have a lot of negative messages. And lastly, obviously, they don't have a plan. And that can, either one of them is just fatal blows to any type of business. Make sure that you identify exactly every single thing that you feel stops you from becoming success. And I want you right now, get serious, get a pen and paper out and ask yourself for everything that you feel that you cannot do it, come up with a solution. All of us who are entrepreneurs, we're creative people by nature, right? Why don't we lean into that energy? Why don't we explore and get creative about what we can do right now to help us go from where we are to where we want to be? I think about this one particular young lady I met a couple of years ago, and she was in a really bad, abusive marriage, and her husband belittled her, but she had dreams of becoming a hairdresser and just doing something other than what she was doing. She was doing a desk job. And I said to her, Yes, I understand that your husband's abusive and I know he's not saying anything, but can he really stop you from attending these cosmetology schools to cosmetology school in order for you to become the hairdresser, to get out of this office job and become a hairdresser? And she said, well, not really. I have enough money saved up from my office job and My mother said that she can help support me a little bit while I'm still in school. And this is what what she did. I'm not saying that you should do this, but she moved out, 
lived with, went to live with her mother, went to cosmetology school, graduated. Her husband actually filed for divorce. He was not interested in a woman who no longer wanted to be a victim, no longer wanted to be under the thumb of somebody else. And she's thriving right now. My goodness, she's thriving right now. She's, a, she's so successful. She went from having her own booth and somebody else's salon and now to opening up her own business. So a lot of fun, exciting things are happening to her because she believed in herself and she eliminated the excuses and she made it a decision for her to get her life in order. Now, thankfully, in the situation, she didn't have any kids with her husband, so it was a clean break. But even if you're having kids, be an inspiration for your kids. Be an inspiration for those around you and never say first that you are locked in a situation for, for life. You never are. We can always pivot and make different decisions if we are ready and willing to make it happen. All right, now let's talk about prioritizing work versus fun time. Now, for me, this is definitely something that I, <laughs> I'm i getting better at, but sometimes I can get so busy in the grind of just doing the work, it's really hard for me to take that break, to exhale, to not focus on the job. But let me tell you something. If you really want to be successful in business, you're going to have to learn to get excellent at the art of having fun. And fun doesn't necessarily have to involve money. It could be embracing a certain art. For example, I, very nerdy, but honest to God, I love playing cribbage, online cribbage. I also use adult coloring books. (laughs) What you need to do needs to make sense for you and makes you feel creative. I also, if you follow me on LinkedIn, you're you're always seeing me kind of posting every once in a while photos of food I've cooked or things I'm attempting. That's just the way I explore my creativity. You need to figure out and find ways to explore your creativity. When you let your mind just turn off from work, turn off from expectations of what you should be doing, your mind can start to formulate new and more amazing ideas, but that doesn't occur unless you let yourself go into downtime. Now, am I saying that we need to be doing downtime every day? Actually, yeah. If it's even as short as 15 to 30 minutes a day, you've got 15, 30 minutes a day. I know you might be feeling pressed for time, but trust me, everyone's got at least 15 minutes a day where they can just stare at a wall, close their eyes, breathe, meditate, read a book, Find time to study something that interests them that has nothing to do with business. That's really important for you. That's essential, to be honest with you, because I think for a lot of us, we've been so conditioned from society that says that if we're not working 24-7, that means we're useless, and that's not the case at all. I want you to explore what you can do to show off the fun side of you. Because I think if you do that, you might be surprised to see some other talents and other skills. You may be able to obviously incorporate into your business. One of the things I remember when I was starting my own coaching business was my first coach told me that it's really important that you let your audience know the personal side of you. It helps make your 
audience learn more about you and feel more connected with you. I want you to encourage yourself to share a little bit more about you, not just only the business side, because oftentimes we can find those bonds, we can find those similarities with others once we get open and honest and vulnerable with other people. So I want you to consider about sharing with other people. They might even give you some tips or tricks or other things that you may not have otherwise considered. All right, now let's pivot and talk about the use and help of support system. This is absolutely vital, absolutely vital if you want to have any type of success that you need to lean on the help of a friend. I personally am in a couple of support systems, one for my business and one for just more personal. And I don't know where I'd be without my support system because they help me feel more aligned in both my professional and my personal life. They help me to have that sense of perspective. Have you ever had a moment where you were really upset and angry about something and you didn't really know where to start, how to end it, where to begin? And when you talk with a friend, or you talk with someone that's in your similar line of work or has some similar commonalities and then when you explain it to them and they give you a solution, it makes you go like slap your hand upside your head and go, duh, I can't believe I never considered that. Well, that's what you can experience too when you have a great positive support system. Now, support system doesn't berate you. It doesn't make you feel demeaned. It doesn't try to tear you down. Good support system will help you stay accountable to yourself and to your goals. And if you feel overly sensitive about breaking out and being honest with other people, then again, I want you to get even more deeper support with a trusted coach or a therapist or someone to unpack and ask yourself why you may feel hesitant to share your feelings and be vulnerable. Because I think there might be some deeper unresolved issues that need to be resolved. That's just my personal opinion. Take it or leave it. That's just my personal stake on that. Anyway, when you are having the support of a friend, your friend can help you to devise other ideas that you haven't considered. And sometimes our friends, our support system can help us get out of a rut faster. Our support system can help us to devise and motivate us to do more fun things. For example, I did not want to start a podcast until I was motivated by someone in a business circle to tell me that podcasts are the new thing. People are really loving audio only. It is growing. They mentioned the Seth Rogen show. They mentioned, oh, not Seth Rogen, Joe Rogen. (laughs) They mentioned that there are other people who are really making it happening and that I should hop on this bandwagon. And I didn't want to do it at first because I thought it was too complicated, but with the help of my support system showed to me how simple and easy it really was. That's just one example. And I have to thank that person who gave me that idea because otherwise, honestly, I would have never considered doing it. And I'm now really having a blast. I'm enjoying talking with you. I enjoy reading the messages I get from some of you guys weekly about my podcast. So I'm really thankful for that because I wouldn't have had the opportunity unless it was mentioned to me. So I just want to just plant that seed in your mind that if there's something that you really want to do, maybe you might want to talk to a friend about it. They might give you some more insight, some ideas that you haven't considered. 
Okay. And then lastly, this is my last point here um, with us today, is track and monitor results. Part of the reason why a lot of us get sidetracked is we don't have any metric to realize what we're doing is even effective. It's not even working. It could be literally getting out a pen and paper and writing out everything that you've done. And then at the end of the week, revisiting and asking yourself, how effective was it? Things that you learned, things that you wish needs to be done better. It's kind of like, I'll just give a more practical example. It's weight loss journals where you write down what you ate, the calories you ate, how much you weighed, your energy level, your sleep level. And for a lot of us, I go, oh, that's a lot of work. Oh, I can't do that. But think about the top athletes. So we have the Summer Olympics coming up in Japan. They are, as I'm recording this, is July 2021. They have people constantly monitoring their food and their diet and their exercise and how fast they went and how they performed during certain movements. If top athletes record and monitor what they're doing in order to assess how productive that they are, why are we not doing the same thing as entrepreneurs, budding entrepreneurs, right? That's why we have to monitor stuff. And then a fringe benefit of constantly monitoring ourselves, then we can motivate ourselves and see how far we've gone in during a particular task. I remember, as an example, it would take me freaking forever to write a LinkedIn post. I would think to myself, oh, do I write this? What do I say? How do I, how do I put these things together? And I can write an, a post lickety-spit, sometimes within like five minutes. That's my batting average to write a post. And people say, oh, gosh, how long did it take you to write it in like five minutes? But that's because I was monitoring and recording what my audience wanted, what I could do to improve it, what subjects I can talk about more in depth, what really lit me up and was passionate about, and really understanding who I was on a deeper level. That's what would help me push through my boundaries and examine other areas. I want you to do the exact same thing. But think about it in terms of what you can do for your business as well. All right. Now let's review what we've talked about today. So I want you to get out your funk. I want you to stop the excuses. And we're going to do that by pre-planning our activities, eliminating the excuses, prioritizing work versus fun time, use the help of a support system, and lastly, track and monitor results. What thing that I said really rung a bell? What thing did I really say for me? I constantly need to have a good balance with my work with fun time because sometimes if I don't constantly work to balance everything out, I can be burned out, but I don't know. It may be different for you. Let me know. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our time with one another. And with that being said, take care and be awesome.